Hello, 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 hello. Welcome back to the CEO Mindset Podcast where we are learning tips and techniques to be unapologetically you and constantly evolve so that you are open to those failures that help you move forward in your life, career, and business. And they really do inform your next decisions. And so that's what we do here on the CEO Mindset Podcast. I'm so grateful that you are listening today. Um, Today's podcast is really a play out of or a page out of my personal playbook. I'm being very transparent with you today. And I feel like listening to this, you are going to find yourself in some of the things that I'm talking about. Now, as of late, I have not struggled tremendously with what I'm going to talk about today, but I feel like um, around the holiday times, at the end of the year, you know, you're looking back on your year and what you've accomplished and what you haven't accomplished. And sometimes that brings with it feelings of, you know, underachievement. And I felt like today would be a great day to talk about that and give you some of the things that I've done to help myself overcome this and to correct myself or auto-correct myself. Welcome back to the CEO Mindset Podcast. I'm Andrea Patrick, your host, and I'm so happy that you are joining me today. Subscribe if a CEO mindset is something you want to obtain and you want to find the intersection where your work and life coexist. The sky is the limit when you're clear about your value, consistent in the way you share said value, and you're upfront and honest about who you are while sharing it. There are so many examples to follow and learn from. Let's get into today's, shall we? So the first thing I want you to know is that you will always, always be enough when you fill your cup first. And I'm going to park here for just a second because I think, especially if you are a female entrepreneur and you have a family, if you have a spouse, it is so easy for us to fill the cups of our family members or of our spouse and not take time to fill our own cup and that leaves us feeling like we're empty like we're struggling like our gas tank needs to be filled and so i wanted to just encourage you today that you will you're enough you'll always be enough if you fill your cup first so make sure just like when you're on the airplane they tell you to make sure that you cover your mouth first to, to breathe in the oxygen before you give it to anyone else i'm telling you to do the same thing Fill your cup first and you will always be enough. Even if you don't feel like you're enough, you will always be enough if you fill your cup first. Okay, so let's get on with today's podcast. I had to say that fear of missing out or FOMO is real. It's especially true when you're trying to fulfill your dreams and achieve your goals. I'm a living witness. The struggle is real. It can be real, but it is real, (laughs) y'all. I have a tough time swallowing the disparity between how hard I work and the results I get. Anybody else out there, raise your hand, holla if you hear me, leave a comment in the comment section. Let me know if you've ever felt like that. Like there is a disconnect between how hard I'm working and what I'm seeing as the results. Okay. It's difficult to watch the success of other people, right? When you're not where you want to be, despite your efforts. 
And I felt that way. I mean, I can tell you my husband's ear is probably falling off from the times that I've said to him, I just don't get it. I don't understand why I'm not doing better, why I'm not where I want to be yet. It's not that I wish ill on anyone else. That's not it at all. I just have a hard time appreciating my own path when the journey seems like it's so cotton picking long, right? So I know I'm not talking to the wall. I know I'm not the only one here. So I'm just trying to be transparent so that you know you're not alone. You're not everyone, I believe. Trying to grow a business feels this way at some point or another. It's just natural. It's And if anybody tells you that that's not true, then somebody handed them a business that was already successful and they don't have to do any work to grow it because everybody I know that is trying to build their business from the ground up has felt like the journey is just too long and they are struggling to reconcile how hard they're working with the results they're getting. I mean, that's just a common theme. So do not feel like you are alone. When I find myself in a funk, right, because I'm frustrated with where I am versus where I think I should be, I allow myself a little bit of a pity party. I mean, I pull out my little bitty baby violin between my my index finger and my thumb and I play it and I have a little bit pity party. But then I shake myself off and I get up and I get back on that horse because I feel I have a calling and this is something that I am determined to succeed at. And by success, I mean my mind. What do I envision success looking like? Where are my goals leading me? That's what I mean. People might look at me and say, oh, wow, she's successful. She's doing great. And by some standards, I am. But by my own standards, I have a ways to go. And I think that a lot of you out there listening can appreciate that. In this episode, I want to share my method for getting back up on that horse because we're at that time of the year, like I said at the top of the podcast, where we're looking back and we're trying to to ascertain how well we have performed, if we've met our goals, how far we have to go to meet the remainder of our goals, where we've fallen short. And so sometimes during that time, we start to feel the pressure of not being successful the way we wanted to be successful. And that could lead to, you know, some feelings, you know, and us being in our feelings. That is okay. I want to share with you, though, some ways that I've found helpful to get back up on the horse. And I also want to share with you three affirmations that I use to remind myself to fill my own cup. So if that's going to be helpful for you, definitely keep on listening. Subscribe to the podcast if you haven't. Um, And uh, let's get started with them. My method for getting back up on the horse. The first thing I do is I give myself a little bit of grace. It's important for you to know it's okay for you to give yourself a little bit of grace. You are going to have setbacks. You're going to have struggles. And it's, it's a human thing. It's a human set of circumstances that happen. So give yourself a little bit of grace and allow yourself the feeling of disappointment or frustration or overwhelm or whatever it is, but don't beat yourself up. Give yourself a little bit of grace. The next thing I do is I focus on my needs and I nurture them. Self-care is important. Again, fill your cup first. You have to fill your cup first so that you can give out to the rest of the people. You want to give out of your overflow. You don't want to give out of a deficit. So do whatever you need to do to nurture yourself, to love up on yourself, to remind yourself that you're enough and that you're worthy of the things that you have coming to you and that you can do it. Just pump yourself up. Like 
take that bubble bath, go um, get that nice dining experience, give yourself a glass of wine if that's what makes you feel better, hang out with the family, do a staycation, whatever it takes to love up and nurture on yourself to fill your cup back up. That's the second thing that I'll do. And then the next thing I'll do is I'll remind myself why I'm doing all of this in the first place, because sometimes we lose sight of that and we start to flail and think, oh my gosh, this is worthless. Why am I even spending my time on this? You know, is this something I should even be doing? Why? Why did I start this in the first place? Typically going back to your why is going to help reinvigorate you and remind you that you have this value that you've wanted to share. You've got this problem you wanted to solve. And if you give up, there's no one else around that can solve the problem the way you solve the problem. And that alone might be something that motivates you to get back up on that horse and get started again, brushing yourself off and preparing to help the next person, preparing for the next battle in your business. Remind yourself why you're doing it in the first place. For me, I really did recognize a need to help people understand that they are what people are buying. It's not the service. It's not the the widget they're selling because so many other people sell the same service and sell the same widget. It's really about you tapping into your why and understanding how you relate to your audience. And I just had so many people that would ask me, how are you always so positive? How do you always remain this way or that? And it's because I've established my BU method and I know what I need to do and be my best. And I know what I need to do to be consistent in being my best. And I wanted everybody else to have that feeling. And I wanted to be able to answer that question for people. So when I get discouraged or frustrated or I start looking at my journey and wondering, oh my God, how much longer and is it going to be before I can see what I want to see? I remind myself of my why. I remind myself that it doesn't matter how long it takes. I just need to keep putting one foot in front of the other to get the job done. The, the fourth thing that I do is I remember that done is better than perfect. I learned this lesson. I think you can go back and listen to a couple of I think it was a year ago or two years ago, I did at the end of the year and I was talking about all the lessons that I had learned that year. And that year I learned that the perfection that I was seeking was non-existent and that I needed to get comfortable with the fact that I got something done. And even though it's not perfect, it's ready to be shared because ultimately I can go back and I can add, I can um, uh, redo, I can update, I can I can do these things later, but I can't keep chewing on the same thing, never getting it out, waiting for it to be perfect. Done is better than perfect. And I remind myself of that. And that sometimes helps me to get past the hump of procrastination because I'm trying to make it so perfect. And that alone is what's causing the frustration and the irritation because I'm thinking that it has to be done perfectly. Well, guys, done is better than perfect in a lot of situations. And so reminding yourself of that is one way to get yourself back up on the horse. Now, the fifth thing I do is I engage with my people. And these are people who lift me up and encourage me to keep going. Sometimes it's a past client. Sometimes it's a past partnership that I've had and I've collaborated with someone on a project. And they haven't just having a conversation with them remind me that my value is important and what I'm bringing to the table is important. And that sort of gives me a nudge. And it just reminds me that I'm, a, I'm enough and that I have what I need to do what I need to do and that 
I am of value to people and I am bringing the heat, honey, when it is time for the heat to be brought. And that kind of puffs my chest out a little bit and reminds me that I did do a fantastic job and that that person should really be, you know, singing my praises because I did help them. I do bring that value. And so just being around those people and engaging with them on a regular basis, if I'm feeling down or if I'm having those frustrating moments, is one way to get me back up on that horse and get me motivated to continue on. And then the last thing I do, my method of getting back up on the horse is really look at what I am doing. Really take a good hard look at where I am in my business or with the circumstances that I'm operating in and under. And I, I streamline. I start fresh because sometimes things get muddled. We, we get a little tangled up in what we're trying to do and we lose sight of the end game. And we start adding all of these things that just muddy the water. And if we stop, take a look at it and really start to clean the water out, get rid of all of the extras and just kind of narrow things down to what we actually need to get the job done. We can start fresh with um, clean views and have a better understanding of where we need to go and what our next steps need to be. And that sometimes gets us out of our muck and, and just frustration and feeling like we're not never going to get there because we're actually adding time to the timeline to our journey because we have muddied the waters. And so that's the, that's the final thing that I'll do is I'll streamline and I'll start fresh. Now, if you struggle with this, I would love to hear about it because, I mean, it is just so important for us to look at these things and understand where we are in order for us to have a clear view of the journey and not get so frustrated by it, not get so upset when um, things aren't going the way we think they should be going. So I hope this this method is going to help you. Um, but because my method for getting back up works even better when you pair it with my BU method. And that's something that I talk about inside my Project CEO program. And inside that program, I'll help you free yourself from expectations, doubts, and limiting beliefs that have been holding you back for too long. This program arms you with the missing link you haven't been able to find anywhere else. And because of this, you'll finally be able to step out of fear and uncertainty and into alignment. Now, the doors of my program are opening soon, so make sure you're on my wait list to take advantage of all the program has to offer. And there is a load of things inside that all, guys, but you'll only find out about them if you are on the wait list. So I'm going to put the link in the show notes, so make sure if it's something you're interested in hearing more about, get on that wait list today because um, it's one of those situations where um, it's better to have and not need than to need and not have. And therein lies a wink, wink. Okay. All right. Let's get back to these affirmations that I told you that I was going to share with you. Um, so I also like to say things to myself that are going to kind of push me forward and I try to say positive things to myself because I do have a tendency to talk more about the negative and the frustrations and I pour out to my poor husband, bless his heart. He actually just asked me this morning, you know, um, he says, um, he says, do you verbalize the positive and the spiritual 
trust and faith you have as much as you verbalize the frustrations that you have. And I do, not to him, which, you know, because usually I'm in the car talking to God and we are having huge conversations or I'm saying it when I'm in a room by myself. But I do believe that it's important for us to speak those positive things more than we speak the negative things. Um, if you're like me, the negative things have to be spoken or else you'll feel like you're going to explode. That happens to me a lot. I have to say the negative things out loud, but it is important to say the positive things and to, to, to verbalize your faith just as much, much. And so I wanted to share some affirmations that I use to um, actually bring myself or fill my cup and kind of bring myself back from the brink of frustration and irritation. So here are a few things that I think you could use yourself in those times. Um, the first one is, you know, is a spiritual guidance type situation. Um, faith-based for those of you who are, you know, in the know, um, and there are two scriptures that I use a lot and I say to myself, I share with other people because I just think they cover a multitude of things. And so the first one is Romans 8:28, and that is for I know all things work together for good for those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. And this just reminds me that what God has for me is for me and that everything I'm doing will work for my good. Now, that doesn't mean everything's going to work the way I want them to. It just means that they will work for my good. And so I remind myself of that. That's something that I repeat to myself often. And then the other one is Jeremiah 29, 11, And it says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. And that one is another one where I just know that God's plans for me are to prosper me and to not harm me and to give me hope and a future. And I try to stand on those two scriptures. So if you are faith-based, those are two really good scriptures that you can repeat to yourself over and over again in times of frustration and struggle, no matter what the circumstances are. Now, the next two are actual affirmations that I think are great to say to yourself um, and just to repeat in the morning, especially when you're struggling. And the first one is, I have everything I need to get everything I want. And this is to say, you have the ability to seek understanding, to achieve your goals, and to withstand the storm as long as you're willing to put the time and energy into the journey. That's basically what that's saying. Now, you can't say that you have everything you need to get everything you want, and then you sit back and wait for things to happen because that's not what that means. It just means that you have everything you need to get where it is you're trying to go. You are going to have to put some effort in, however. And the last affirmation I have is my circumstances do not define me. You are not your circumstances. Okay. You might be in a set of circumstances that have you in a pickle that happens a lot, but that doesn't mean you are those circumstances. So you always have the ability to get out of the circumstances. So I want you to learn to look at those circumstances from every angle and this is the important part. Be willing to give up something to get out of the bad circumstances. You have the power to get up, to dust yourself off, and to get back up on the horse if you choose. All right. I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. I'll go back over once again my method to get back up on the horse. So number one, give yourself a little bit of grace. Focus on your needs and nurture them. Remember your why. Remember that done is better than perfect. 
and engage with those people that encourage you and lift you up and then streamline and start fresh. I hope that is helpful. If you need any more help with this, please go ahead and sign up to join the waitlist for my program, Project CEO. We are opening the doors in October, and I want you to be on that list to receive all of the benefits. Remember, if it's better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. The link down to the waitlist is down below. And then if you're struggling and you need some affirmations, again, Romans 8.28 and Jeremiah 29.11 are amazing scriptures to help you. But also remember that you have everything you need to get everything you want and that you are not your circumstances. Thanks again for listening to the CEO Mindset Podcast. This is the place to be. If you want to be unapologetically you and constantly evolve and be open to those failures that get you one step closer to your success. All right. Have a great week, guys. That does it for today's episode of the CEO Mindset Podcast. Remember, this is the place to be to find the intersection between your personal life and your business life so that they coexist. It's also where you learn how to consistently evolve and be open to the failures that happen, be open to the opportunities, be open to the opportunity for change. Make sure you are subscribed. Leave your comments below about today's episode if you have any questions, comments, concerns. I want to hear all about them and I want to hear how you are using what you hear to grow your business, live the life you love, and have that quality of life that we are all looking to achieve. All right, guys, don't forget to follow me over on Instagram, AF Patrick. Definitely subscribe to my YouTube channel, Andrea Patrick Official. All the links that you need to continue following and being a part of the BU Boss Squad community is listed in the show notes along with any other links that I think might be amazing for this particular podcast. Remember, we are on all the podcast uh, platforms. So if you have not already, find us and subscribe. See you again next week.